0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Based on a wildly successful web series of the same name, K-Town Cowboys, is a romantic dramedy that follows a group of ball-busting... Can I say that on the air? Ball-busting and hard parting friends who wrestle with their evolution into adulthood. As their individual struggles come to light, the group of friends band together in Koreatown and through late nights at seedy after-hours soju bars and karaoke drinking girls, even a stint in jail, each emerges as a better version of himself. We're joined today by the director of the film K Town Cowboys, and that would be Daniel Park. Daniel, welcome to Film School.
1: Hi, and thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Well, tell me a little bit about the the sort of the evolution, uh, the genesis, if you will, of the story behind K Town uh, Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so uh, K Town Cowboys started off as a web series. Um, it was just um, me and the co creator Danny. We're just hanging out. And we were kind of like reminiscing about some old memories of ours of um, just hanging out in Koreatown. And as we got talking, and this was like maybe five years ago when YouTube was just new, we, we had the idea of, a, you know what, let's just make a web series of sorts and put it up out there. Um, and now you, you're seeing it all the time, but at the time, nobody was really doing things like that mm-hmm. specifically for YouTube. So we got together, got a handful of friends together and, and had a lot of fun and, and made this thing. Um, but you know, after we finished making it and we started putting out there, um, the people who liked it really liked it. We had a um, um, some very strong supporters. So one thing led to another, and the next thing we knew it, um, we were making a movie. So the evolution is um two-piece process. one in the medium on how we went from, you know, just a, a story that we had for YouTube to creating a feature out of it, and also the storyline of the guys um when we wrote it originally it was based on our on some real friends of ours and you know we just got them together and wanted to capture the chemistry of friends but then you know that transition from from that time till the time that we actually shot the feature was a good 4 years so people change and we wanted to update the storyline to reflect better on where they were at in real life at the time so you know the main cast except for maybe um two of them aren't actors so we wanted to like just capture uh, what was really happening in everyone's lives at the time? By the time we got to the shooting, the feature.
0: So, in the original um, web series, you're using their 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 real first names in the in the film as, and it was that that was it sounds like that was the case in the web series. Um, yep. And so, so well, you said four years. The difference between the, the end of the web series and 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 the production or or the finished product of K Town Cowboys. Was that? Was,
1: um, yeah, the finished product. I think it was like a good three, three and a half years from um, the web series to production. Now,
0: in terms of just, I want to get into the story and, and the backstories on of K-Down Cowboys and all that. But before we do, kind of for filmmakers who listen to film school, um, mm-hmm. what was the... So, was there, was there a moment, or was the was there a sort of a in that transition from web series to uh, to the beginning production of the film, was was there sort of a tipping point in that in the sort of the the progression of your of the web from web series to film production? W- what was it? If one or two different things happened uh, in order to create that environment for you to move forward in, in terms of doing the production, what was that? You.
1: Um. Uh the tipping point I don't know maybe what? the tipping point might have been through um, through one of our actors Shane Shane who plays Jason in the movie mm-hmm. you know after he had a very small role in the web series um but after the web series is done you know um some of the cast and some of the other guys were asking me you know what are we going to do next about it and initially I was thinking about maybe just doing another um season of the web series but then Shane really put it into Danny in my head of um our heads of making a, uh, a feature, and you know, I thought it'd be fun. I always thought it'd be fun and, and a good idea to pursue that. But then, at the same time, uh, I knew that making a feature required a lot more money. Right. You know, what are we going to do with the feature? Are we going to try to look for distribution and all that? And I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go down that path with the storyline. But then, you know, after a couple of hangouts and meetings about it, you know, um, you know, he, he kind of really put into our heads that that would be the next step for us to really do something. Um, Danny and I had before had never really, you know, seriously considered anything with film or going into the industry of making, you know, movies. So um, a couple of meetings later, it it got into our head and we realized, okay, you know what, this is maybe something we can do. So I'd say maybe uh, one Saturday afternoon at Cafe Mac, you know, over some coffee. Um, I think it dawned on me and Danny that, you know, maybe that's what we need to do. We could make a movie out of this,
0: right? I guess where I was going with that question, and thank you for the the your answer. But I just wondered, did did uh, did getting uh, Ken Jong involved? Like, when mm-hmm. did the money people say, you know, what? Let's step up. Was it kind of the evolution of some of the people in the web series into a higher profile as actors? Uh, that's what, I guess where I was going was you know when did the money come in when did you say okay or did you self finances was this crowdsourced uh, how did I, this is cause, because a lot of yeah, people okay. are a lot of people are doing sort of now that you you said at the time you're doing K Town Cowboys it was not as a web series wasn't a lot of people moving into the to the other media platform so I'm just kind of curious you know the money people yeah. when did they show up or did you crowdsource
1: this yeah I think. Um Part of, um, I think part of um, what's happened with us is that we, we were at the right place at the right time. The mm-hmm. time was good. We were, we were one of the first um, group of guys to really pursue something online like that seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think the opportunities came to us um, because we were one of the early adopters to that. Okay. So after the web series, you know, and we decided we wanted to try to make a movie. In my head, I was just thinking of like a, 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 a movie for web. Okay. and um, Danny asked me you know how much do you think we need to do this and I was like nah I don't know we don't need too much like let's maybe look for about 50,000 to yeah. make this you know what I mean we made the web series for like 5k let's make this movie for 50 <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. he's, I was like because I wasn't even that, that sure you know what I mean like I, like I said a little bit um, I wasn't so sure about going that way yet and then he's like okay sure let me ask around and then like a week later he's like I got it <laughs> I went not like that is that easy he's like yeah okay cool so we started kind of planning it around and then as we started planning it we started getting approached by different producers saying hey why don't you guys make a movie so oh, we are trying to make a movie like well um why don't we go for more funding let's go for a bigger picture um something bigger so right off the bat we were already getting approached by people to make um, a feature out of it so um you know for a lot more than what i initially said for more than 50 so um the first set of producers came to us with investment attached to it. Okay. And part of the reason why it took so long from conception to production was we parted ways eventually with the first um, investor financier that was involved. Yeah. Um, There's just too much things in terms of the creative vision that he wanted change that we couldn't come to terms with. Mm-hmm. So we parted ways, and then um, kind of we were kind of at limbo for another year or two, and then. Um another investor came along and picked up on the project, and that's when two months later we were into pre-production so um came about pretty naturally and pretty quickly off of the heels of the release of the web series.
0: There you go. we're speaking with uh, Daniel Park he's also he's the director and you're also part of the pr- your producer as well as writer uh well, actually, are you? Are you, did you write the screenplay or, I mean, you were story by, but I just, you, you, were you involved? No.
1: Okay. Yeah. The, the screenplay was actually written by, um, a guy named Jeff Hoffman. Danny wrote the script, Danny Cho. Gotcha. Um, me and Danny are the creators and, you know, we, we wrote like a loose treatment before the screenplay got going. So, um, you know the process is a team process, but right. you know, all, all the funny parts I give credit to Tiny Cho. <laughs> well,
0: all of those things that you just said as, as uh, director, producer, story idea, etc., et as part of the film uh, K Town Cowboys. Would it be fair to characterize K Town Cowboys as kind of a sort of a, a swingers film, and kind of that is, that would be a, a, a sort of a touchstone for?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would love it if people left thinking, you know what, this, this reminds me, this, there's elements of swingers about this and all that. Um, or like an entourage, but yeah. instead of them being successful Hollywood people, they're <laughs> just broke people in K-Town. <laughs> right. um, I think, um, more than anything, with the conception, especially of the Websters, we just wanted to capture uh, genuine camaraderie between a group of friends. Yeah. And I think that it transfers over into this movie, but whereas the web series is more strictly based on that, um, loosely around a guide on how to you know, what a nine K town is like. The the movie is a little bit different in the fact that it's not it's not only just about the camaraderie between the group of friends, but individually what are these people like? What happens at home? What are they struggling with? Like what's going on personally between the five of them individually. So um, the movie is a little bit about their individual problems and the the struggle that maybe a close group of friends have as they get older. You um, know, I mean, as you get older and you re- you're reaching um, different stages in life, you know, you have your your parents, you have family, you have personal finances, you have health. There's all these things that start to affect your life in a way that can pull you from your group of friends, people get married and start their own families. Like, you know, what is it? How, how do you keep a group of friends together when all these different things in life start, you know, affecting you? So that's more or less what I would say the movie is about.
0: Gotcha. And uh, it's it's screening, uh, K-Town Cowboys is screening at the Asian Pacific Film Festival, uh, which mm-hmm. is start, is going on starting this week. Uh, tell me a little bit mm-hmm. about when, we, if people want to know more about... Uh, seeing this film, uh, tell me. Yeah, uh, help me out.
1: Well, well, you can see the film this Saturday at the Aratani Theater um, in Little Tokyo. The screening's at eight fifteen, and um, we also have another one on um, Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, at CGV Cinemas on um, Western in Koreatown, and that screening is at nine o'clock.
0: And, and again, I, and if people can find out more uh, about the film festival as well. Uh, in addition to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, K Town um, Cowboys, they can go to Asian Asia. I'm sorry, Asian Pacific Film Festival dot com. I believe I don't have that. I'm sorry, I don't have it right in front of me right now. But check it out. You can always Google Asian Pacific Film Festival. They've been it's been going on for quite a few years, uh, and uh, showcasing some of the best in filmmaking uh, among the Asian Pacific uh, film community. Um, mm-hmm. Now how important is it when you're when you're making a film like this because I mentioned swingers um obviously uh th- this is about a group of white guys running around you mentioned entourage <laughs> right is yeah. it is it important when you're making a film like this to, are you in in the back of your mind you know we're, we're trying to kind of address some stereotypes or we just is it the idea we're just presenting you know a group of guys who are in the process of sort of evolving moving from like the sort of the the grown-up adolescents into real grown-ups you know that kind of thing what when you're putting a film like to, to that together are you what is the sort of thought process is there one are you just trying to have a good time the film
1: no yeah i mean there's definitely an element of that 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 affects our decision making the 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 fact that it is an all-asian cast and how that can be perceived in terms of business and how do we go about that in terms of getting people to watch it um but for the most part um i think maybe in the past i've seen some quote-unquote asian american films where i thought maybe it felt like maybe that was too much on their minds, the the the, the creators of the films. But um, in our case, we didn't want to go into it with that much. Uh, we wanted to just tell a story. I think you know when you when you do tell a story, you should stay true to what your personal experience has been. Um, and that's what we try to do with this. You know, we didn't think too much about the fact that it was an all Asian cast, or you know that it was shot, in, or and about K Town. Um, it was more about. What's our story here? Are we hitting our story correctly? And then after everything was written and said and done, then we went back and visited some of the the the, the points of like, okay, well, do we should we integrate a little bit more? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, yeah. how how should we word this so that people can uh, see a, a more universal appeal? But and, you know, during the process and in hindsight too, it's just um, it hits me more and more. Um, the more specific you can get about a subculture, the more the general population enjoys it, I think. So, yeah. that we approached it the way that we did, in fact, if I had to do it again, I would have even gone harder and not thinking about the fact that it was Asian at all, you know, and just represent the truest to our ability, um, the the you know the authenticity of what our experiences were.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I, I mean, it, it's such a it's got to be such a strong gravitational pull from an artistic perspective, to you know to pull that uh, story towards uh you know a sort of, quote unquote broader audience trying to appeal to more people and in the process lose the yeah. essence of what your what the story is and who the people in it are. And uh, yeah, it's a tough. I can imagine that's a really tough, you know, line to walk.
1: It's, it's hard because there's people's money on the line, and right. you know they they worry about that. But you know, um, uh, an example I actually kind of refer to a lot was N.W.A. You had this hardcore rap group from Compton, yeah. you know, talking about their struggles or what they perceive as real life. But you know, they're 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 just they're talking about a very specific black neighborhood for the most part, you know, and super specific, no holds barred, no apologies about what they're saying. And look what happened. <laughs> you get you get a global audience, and, you know, like, a lot of, like, um, the trash talking and the music, you know, maybe being about, like, middle America or main, you know, um, white America, basically, is being talked a lot about in a way, one way or another, but a lot of the consumers were white America, you know? I, I think... Right. People appreciate truth in art, and the more closer you can hit um, a tone to truth in your art, yeah. the more that everybody will accept it, regardless of what the topic is so much.
0: I, I think that's absolutely spot on. I, I you know, can go back through the history of cinema and and see examples of, of very specific storylines that have to do mm-hmm. with a particular cultural or ethnic group or religious group, and the power yep. is, comes from... Uh, the, the veracity and the passion behind that story, and uh, yeah, I, I really, I really think that while it is tempting to try to to kind of fall into that, what I believe to be kind of a false narrative, which is, well, we need to appeal to white people and black people, whatever it is, it, in the process you can easily lose your way, and and it's very encouraging to hear and to see with the Asian Pacific Film Festival. There are more and more stories that feel more and more universal to all of us. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, congratulations, <laughs> congratulations on on the film K Town Cowboys. Again, tell our audience once more um, the, the the ways the screenings for it again, please.
1: Yeah, thanks. So once again, we have a screening this Saturday at the Aratani Theater it's in Little Tokyo, and it starts at eight fifteen p.m. And then um, Wednesday on the 29th, we have a screening at CGV Cinemas in Koreatown, and that the one on Western, and that starts at um, nine o'clock.
0: And people who want to check it out, they can go to Asian Film Fest la dot yep. org. So I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I said it incorrectly the first time, but Asian Film Fest la dot org, and it'll run you through. There's also an app for it, which is cool. There's a lot of different things going on, and again, it's very encouraging. Uh, every year, um, I've been to it a few times, and every year, uh, I just feel like. Uh, you know, the films are just getting better and better, and uh, and the audience is more diverse every time I've been, and it's just there's a lot of great <laughs> things uh, going on. So congratulations to you, Daniel Park, for your work as a director, producer, and uh, the work on K-Town Cowboys. And I look forward to your future work. I, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing you again here on Film School. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate take, it. You, take care. Bye. All right. Bye.